right. Good day to you. My name is Fred Oakman, and as always, with me today is Mr. Jake Peters. We are PS This Is Awesome, a PlayStation podcast. This is episode 169. This is a show where we share our feelings about the current state of PlayStation. But before we get on with the show, I'd like to invite you all to subscribe to our channel on YouTube, which is youtube.com slash PS This Is Awesome. And visit us on Twitter at PS This Is Awesome and Tumblr pssisawesome.tumblr.com If you want to make fun of our trophy lists on the PSN, you can find me at anchorless underscore 81 and Mr. Jake Peters at jakesaw01 and as always, you can write the show at pssisawesome at gmail.com and most importantly, do not forget to share this show with your friends and be sure to leave comments and rate the podcast as you see fit. So go follow us on Twitter, go follow us on all those different websites, post it, say, say we're the greatest podcast you've ever, you've never heard so for today's show, we're going to discuss the games we've been playing, the announced Ratchet and Clank release date, the division patch issue for PS5, new games we've purchased and are playing, as well as maybe some quick convo about what other games we'd like to see get a PlayStation 5 upgrade patch. So I'm going to spring that thought on you, Jake, before we get started. But closing out the show, we have a track by the band called Lights and Letters with a song called Leave It All. Don't forget, if you'd like to have your original music featured on our show, send an MP3 to our email account, pssthisisawesome at gmail.com, along with your band name and the title of the song, and we will notify you when and if it goes live. And please, if you are listening to the podcast and not watching this on YouTube, we ask that you head over there to indulge in some of our daily video content. You can find that at youtube.com slash PS. This is awesome. And Jake and I have been hard at work with putting together a few more videos for the takeaway series. Right now, we only have Cyber Shadow up, but but I I can confirm that uh, this Friday we will get another one for... Uh, control as far as the takeaway series, and we may Jake may bless us with one for Immortals of Phoenix Rising. He's working on it. We're going to try to get that working. It's kind of a disaster. Maybe not this Friday. We'll see. Depends on when he can get around to it. Maybe we should space those out like on certain days. You don't want to give them too much at once, do you? I imagine you probably want to schedule it. Yeah, you definitely want to schedule it. So far, Cyber Shadow was Have on a a Friday. So yeah, Cyber Shadow was on a Friday, so I'm thinking Control this Friday, and then if you want to do Phoenix next Friday, shoot for that maybe. Yeah, cool. Fine. All right. So with all that out of the way, Jake, how are you doing today? Doing all right. Been uh, really busy, so a little bit on the tired end, but other than that, everything's going good. How about yourself? Yeah, man, I'm doing good. I made a Walmart run this morning. I got three hours of sleep. And I went out to Walmart to look for some G.I. Joe figures and to pick up some breakfast food. You know, I went, you know, we have sheets here. I don't know if the listeners know what sheets are, but it's kind of like a Wawa's. It's kind of like one of those convenient gas stations, right? And the sheets, the sheets, some people call it the sheets. Some people call it sheetses. Some people call it sheets. There's all kinds of different names for sheets, but it's S-H-E-E-T-Z. So what I wanted to do, Jake, because I had to eat because I'm taking this medication now. I wanted to uh, eat before I took it this morning, and I didn't want to eat like a burger for breakfast, and I didn't have any breakfast food in the house. So I, I got my Sheets app out, and I started like looking on my – I didn't find any G.I. Joe figures, by the way. I went to Walmart to get some groceries. 
But what happened was I got my order, and all I wanted was a wrap with egg and cheese, because I'm vegetarian, egg and cheese, no, no meat, and I wanted a couple caramelized onions in it. That's all I wanted. It was like $9 from Sheets. And I'm like, I'm not paying $9 for that. So I swung by Dunkin' Donuts because they have the uh, Beyond Sausage Sandwich. I got a Beyond Sausage Sandwich on an everything bagel. Anything Beyond Meat is like super expensive too. Like if, if any, there are any vegetarians out there, like it's it's more expensive than the Impossible stuff. Beyond is, I, I, personal opinion, I think it tastes better. But So I got that. And I got a side of hash browns for $5.30 at Dunkin' Donuts compared to like some shitty wrap. I would have got it from Sheets for almost $10. So Yeah, Sheets has been, in my opinion, the last two or three years, Sheets has really been fucking up. They've been going downhill a lot with their food. Dude, the price is just astronomical anymore. The prices are high and just the the quality amount of time you have to wait for it anymore oh. is ridiculous and... It's it's just anymore. It's like unless you order ahead on the app yeah. or whatever, it's not even worth it. Almost. Yeah, hundred percent. Hey, I just want to let the listeners know I didn't realize it, but I had my studio monitors on for that very first part of the show. So if it turns out that you could hear like a weird echo, or my voice sounded weird on the recording. I apologize. I fixed it. I'm glad I caught it early. But yeah, man, you're right about the shit. I didn't. I didn't hear any echo on my end, but I do notice. At least on my side, it seems like there's a bit of video lag. I don't know mm. if you're seeing it on your side. It could just be my my computer. Because um, my, my computer has been bugging me all day to do Windows updates. So yeah. it's entirely possible that it's just what I'm seeing. Well, the, jo- the joys of doing YouTube stuff, content, video podcasts, right? Well, let's get into the games. Let's not talk too much about what we've been doing in our mundane quarantine lives. I did get... well. Side note, I did get a message from my mother, who, who uh, they're very big fans of Fred Oakman and the Flood. Jake, mm. you know this. Your parents yeah. are pretty big fans as well. They like to, It gives them an excuse to get out of the house when we're playing, I think. But I got a message, and it said that uh, they were uh, they saw somewhere that live bands are going to be permitted to play now out. So I don't know why. It's not like more people have, have received the vaccine around here. In fact, we're so limited on the vaccine. Anyways, it, it I, dig, it's, I digress. It's stupid. It's stupid for me to even bring it up. The Any- politics surrounding all of it are, are fucking stupid. So, I mean, like, I, I don't know how many people have, have come across this problem, but I play hockey, and when you play hockey in Pennsylvania... If you wear a mouthpiece... If you wear a mouth guard, you don't have to wear a mask because the CDC says that it's a choking hazard. You can still play, but if you have a mouth guard and you don't have to wear a mask, and it completely defeats the fucking point. And when, as soon as they came out with that, I was like, all right, whatever. I mean, none of this really matters anymore. Like, it's like either you expose yourself or you don't. Yeah, and, and even when you don't expose yourself, you're somehow getting exposed. So just be safe out there, kiddos. I don't know. Use your brain. And I have no to- audio from you now. Why? All right, with that out. All out of the way. We had some technical difficulties, so then we're going to splice that in. If it looks weird, my apologies. So, games we've been playing. Jake, I finally beat Control Ultimate Edition. I beat Castlevania 1. And I also put up a video of me defeating Dracula. And you were right. Dracula in the first Castlevania has two forms. He has yeah. Dracula form. 
you knock his head, you literally like whip him and his head flies off. And then he turns into like some sort of crazy, like gargoyle or something. I don't know what he turns into. Probably a bat. Some kind of bat. It's not a bat. It's this weird jumping abomination. It doesn't make any sense at all. But anyway, beat him. I started Castlevania to Simon's quest. I was talking to you briefly today on the phone about it. Fantastic. I love it. And I already have two parts of Dracula's body in that game. You have to collect all five pieces of his body from different castles and go burn them. That game is so so freaking awesome. There's all kinds of spooky stuff that happens in that game. And it's just like you should read the lore before you play it. Like on the collector's edition, it says all kinds of stuff. It's like, you know, I, I don't even know what it goes into. It talks about like taking human blood and like sacrificing it and lightning striking through a chapel and bringing Dracula back to life. And you have to go like take him out and like. Now, now he's been revived, but he he he's not embodied yet, or something. Like the spirit of Dracula is around. Like his curse, you're cursed. Like Simon is cursed from killing him. So now he has to find all the pieces of his body, which are being protected in all these different castles, and you have to get them, and then you have to like burn them <laughs> to get rid of the curse. It's so awesome. But anyways, uh, I've been playing Destruction All Stars a little bit here and there, where there's still time. And additionally, I just purchased on sale the original Tearaway for two ninety nine, which I've been meaning to play for a long time. That game is is adored by a lot of people. Two not three bucks, I, I could do that. And then I didn't want to miss out on the Little Hope. I sent you a message this morning, Jake, and I said, "What do I get? Do I get Little Hope for twenty bucks, or should I get Little Nightmares Part Two? Both mm-hmm. strangely, both of the word little in them. I just got all three of those things. I was like, you know what? I just got paid." I want to have new content for the for the channel, like you had mentioned, like maybe a, a pertinent release. As, as the listeners should know, Little Nightmares 2 just came out. I had already played the first one, really enjoyed it. I did see on Push Square, it only got a 6 out of 10, though, but I'm really enjoying it so far. I'm past like the whole beginning part, but I'm not much further than that. So, uh, Jake, what are you playing? You beat Phoenix? No, I still have. I'm still playing it. Are you really? You didn't beat it? Yeah, I, yeah, I haven't beat it yet because I decided to go for the platinum in it and yeah there's like a point of no return on the game so mm-hmm. i stopped playing the story at the basically the last mission and i'm uh i've got everything but i've got to collect like these couple of things i gotta farm like a couple of these resources to complete this like tree skill tree thing yeah and then uh as soon as I do that, then I just have to beat the last mission and I'll be done. I mean, I have to imagine that I'll probably be done with it tomorrow. Um, but uh, I Platinum, also I haven't started. Yeah, that's I impressive. haven't started playing. I, I think I checked. I'm at like 57 or 58 hours, something like that in in Phoenix. That's a good but, that's uh, a good runtime. Yeah, yeah, no, it's for for what I'm getting out of it. I mean, I'm I'm pretty happy with it. Mm-hmm. Um and then also I downloaded but have not started playing Cyber Shadow. Oh. So I can't I'm, wait. I I'm I don't know if I'm going to play it all the way through. I don't know if I have the patience for it, but yeah. I'm definitely excited to give it a try. It's not it's um, not punishing. It's hard, but it's not punishing. Right. So we'll see. I, I found out uh, that uh, Cyber Shadow is free on Game Pass. So oh, I was nice. just like, fuck it. I just download it. Dude, I really want you to Pass. play it. I want to hear your opinion on that game. I posted some boss battles on the YouTube channel if you get stuck. Give right. us some extra views and watch those. Don't tune to yeah. any other Jabroni's videos. So you've been doing that. Anything else? 
Um, no, not really. Yeah. No, I haven't had, I haven't had much time. Like I said, I've been trying to get the platinum in, in Immortals. So it's just been a lot of like me just slogging through that game. Right. So, uh, but as the listeners are probably sick of hearing me talking about that game, I basically, like I said, I should be done with the game part of it tomorrow. And then I should have the VO recorded for the takeaway video tomorrow, probably, hopefully. And then, um, I'll be pretty much done with that game for now. And, uh, or at least probably for a long time because I put so many hours into it. Yeah. But, uh, it's just weird. It's weird because like I'm 60 hours into this open world game and I still enjoy like booting it up and playing it, which doesn't happen anymore. With no, games. you should get, get burnt out. I get so burnt out on a lot of this stuff. Like the only other game that I could think of that was similar was like maybe red dead two, but even red dead two, like by the end of that game, I was just like, oh, I've been playing this game for like 80 fucking hours. Yeah. Like I just want to, and that's what story, like, you know, I wasn't even going around doing all the weird shit. So it overstayed um, its welcome. Yeah. And, and not, I mean, for better, or for worse. I mean, it, you know, it was, it was really a, a work of art, that game, but dude, last of us two did the same thing to me when I was done with that. I was like, I don't know. I, yeah. Last of us two, in my opinion is about 10 hours too long, but both of them are great games. You know it's like, what? You can't take that away from it. You know what game is longer that didn't overstay its welcome? The more I think about it, the more I want to revisit it, is the God of War game. It did for me a little bit. Really? By the end of it, I was ready to. By the end of it, I was ready to be done. That's I felt that I way about Horizon. And, that's that's why I didn't go back and do like the Valkyrie missions and things like that. Yeah. I I just was ready to be done with it because it, it was good. I really enjoyed it, and I think the gameplay was great. And I enjoyed the story and everything, but like by the time it was done, it was just like, okay, I'm, I'm ready to put it down. Yeah. And, but like horizon, I actually went through and got the platinum in horizon. I really enjoyed that. Now it's, there's something to be said about a game where once you've leveled your character up all the way, mm-hmm. it's still fun to run around and just fuck around in the world with your like maxed out character i think that's part of the that's that's part of like what gives these games legs you know what i mean um so like horizon or yeah horizon was fun because you know you get that basically that armor that's practically cheating and then uh you know, you up update or, uh, get, you know, improve all your weapons and everything like that. And, and then you can just basically run a train on any of the dinosaurs and like, it's just, it's fun. When you become super powered. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm at that point in, in immortals where it's just like, my character is so over leveled compared to all the enemies that I'm fighting that it's just like, and I think back to the beginning of the game where I struggled with the combat some, and, and now it's just a breeze, but yeah, I don't know. I, I I should be done by next next podcast. I should be done talking about Immortals, other than maybe pushing the takeaway video. Yeah, cool, man. Sounds good. Yeah, and for anyone who wants to hear any more opinions about uh, Immortal or Control Ultimate Edition, I definitely laid it on for Control, and you're going to do the same for Immortals Phoenix Rising. And you guys need to tune in to our new series on YouTube called The Takeaways. Short, four-minute, five-minute clips of game footage and us talking about the game. Essentially reviews without the stars or the points or whatever. And 
Just giving an honest not quite, opinion. Not quite so in-depth, too. I mean, they're, they're, yeah. it's like basically just our kind of takeaway. It's the takeaway. This, right? is, what we, this not, is what we got out of it. Yeah, it's not It's not meant to be like a long-form review or anything like that. I think it's so. a great idea because I, I feel like there's not a lot of that. There's, there's not a lot of reviews like that, right? Usually reviews go really in-depth. They talk about very specific things. They, you know, they can be long. So a four or five minute clip real quick about us just talking about from a gamer's perspective and not so much from a critic. Like we're all critics, but not so much from like a professional <clears throat> criticism level. Like we're yeah. just like, hey, this is this is what we experience. So I think that's a really cool thing that we're going to try to do. It is a bit of work to do. So they're going to be sporadic when we do play some of these games. But so make sure you tune in for that. Now, let's get into some news, Jake. Uh, c- cyberpunk cannot seem to stay out of the news, even when we vowed to not talk about it. But, however, this isn't strictly cyberpunk-related. CD Projekt Red had development files, so essentially source code, hacked and sold on the black market. The files included all the source codes for The Witcher Thronebreaker, the Witcher 3, the ray-traced version of The Witcher 3, Cyberpunk 2077, and copies of internal documents. So according to TheVerge.com, this was auctioned off just after a leak of the source code for their other game, Gwent, which also got stolen, which is my personal opinion, like Magic the Gathering, but honestly way better. Uh, this was a ransomware attack. It doesn't appear it had anything to do with Cyberpunk directly or anything to do with the fact that they ripped, not ripped off, but they, they bummed out a lot of people with the release of the Cyberpunk 2077 game. It doesn't really seem that it's video game related specifically outside the fact that they're a video game developer who's really well known. It was just a ransomware attack. So, the cybersecurity firm in charge of the matter indicated that the starting price of this auction was $1 million in the buy it now, I say in quotations, price for this auction was $7 million. Um, and it, it's no longer for sale. So they reached a settlement with somebody. Now, it makes me wonder if CD Project now CD Project Red said that they were not going to give in to the demands. And uh, I'd be curious if they didn't just pay for it to get it back in under some kind of secret account. And this is their public facing thing, because I don't know. I I know they were working on a Witcher 3 upgrade for the PS5. And if this is a ray traced version of it, but I mean like that, I think that had ray tracing on the PC, but I thought it was really interesting. Um, and, and I had like. As soon as this happened, I had a Lannis Morissette song, Isn't It Ironic, stuck in my head. It's like, they made a game about hacking in the future. It got delayed, and they were hacked in real life. And isn't that ironic? <laughs> Don't you think? A little too ironic. Oh, my God. I... I I think about I that, think though. that they bought it back. <clears throat> I don't think that they bought it back just because, like... Why? Like who the like who's like what are they gonna do with the source code? But like the if, game's already out. It's like the people who want the fucking legal version of it are gonna just go download an illegal version off. But of, I, you know, some version of the pirate bay or something use, like that. They use so like yeah. Don't they use their own I, I game developing could. engine though? Like don't isn't that now out in the sure, wild? Sure, sure. Well, I mean, it could be, but it's like, like what is that you? 
ultimately it has to go to a developer that is willing to they still have to make a game with it. Like they can't just like if they if they come out and try to re-release The Witcher Three, but it's like it's just a mod, <laughs> just got a different skin or something like that on it. People are immediately going to know what it is, and then they're going to find the developer. So it's it's like, going to be the the Willow gotta, game we deserve. Remember the movie Willow and they had yeah. that shitty Nintendo game. It's going to be the Willow game we all deserve. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. I mean, my guess is, my guess is, if somebody did buy it and they didn't just take it down because they got found out or something, my guess is somebody did buy it. It was probably some like Chinese corporation or something like that. That ransomware, you know, yeah. is just just wants the technology, like you a know competitor. Because I mean? um, there's a lot of up was, and, yeah, there's a lot. It was of probably Microsoft Chinese developers and stuff. <laughs> it's probably Microsoft. It could be. They wouldn't put be themselves. Somebody, they wouldn't put I themselves mean, at risk. I mean, any, buy anything on the black market is like. But, very but shady. the thing, yeah, the thing is, is that like you can't afford. Like these companies can't afford to transact with an illegal entity like that. I mean, it would just it would fuck them it up so bad for, if they got caught. Yeah, it's not worth it. Who made Watchdogs? I mean, Maybe it was too, them. So there is that. Yeah. <laughs> Who made Watchdogs? I can't. What's remember. that? What, Watchdogs? Yeah. You think it was Ubisoft? The next Watchdogs? It was Aiden. Game? It was Aiden Pierce, Maybe. man. He was, he was like deep in the net taking out CD Projekt Red. Anyways, I just thought that was an interesting thing. I feel the same way. I mean, I don't know what's going to come of it. Someone made a lot of money, and it's a shame that ransomware stuff happens. A lot of people get paid big bucks to protect companies from ransomware, too. That's a big business. So, you know, this stuff's out there, and it's in it, and you got to be careful when you have very sensitive data like that all over the cloud and stuff. I'm sure with teleworking, there's they're not the only studio who are, who have stuff out there that could be taken advantage of but jake we got a release date for the new ratchet and clank game it's going to release june 11th 2021 and i really don't think this one's going to be pushed back now i don't know if you saw but push square we like to go to that site uh pushsquare.com they mentioned that the studio who made the ratchet and clank movie actually have a never before seen 23 minute short movie that was created in 2019 there's nowhere for any of us to watch it, but it's called Ratchet and Clank Life of Pi. And Crave is the network you can watch it on, but it's exclusive to Canada. So I think Canadians have had a way to watch this. But isn't that weird? Yeah, I mean, you could, if you had a VPN, you could probably watch it. But I like the movie. I watched the movie. I liked uh, it. The full length. I can't remember. I feel like I, I had to have watched the movie. I can't remember if I did or not, though. Um, but the game was good. So I mean, I'm excited for this game. It's cool to see that it's coming out in June. They yeah. kind of just like surprise, just dropped it on the blog. That's which a good is month. Cool. It's a good month to release a game. Yeah. You know, we got Resident Evil and Returnal. Com- Returnal's April now. Uh, May is Resident Evil. June we're gonna have Ratchet and Clank. Like th- that's crazy. Think about that. It's gonna be awesome. So, all right, let's move should forward. Should be a good time. Yeah, it should be a good time, dude. So, move forward here. <clears throat> I'm not sure if you saw, but Digital Foundry did. They do a lot of tech videos of all these patches. Now, Digital Foundry is a YouTube channel. They're way more nerdy than I'll ever understand, but it's awesome what they can do. So, <clears throat> they did a video comparison of the latest Division 2 patch, which puts the game at 4K at 60 FPS. Now, last podcast, I was raving about how smooth it played. And while that is true, apparently the PS5 patch leaves a lot of the environmental elements, like volumetric fog and other elemental effects, like reflections. They're not working right. 
which is weird. They're working right on the Xbox and Xbox Series X, Xbox One, whatever the Xbox is, it's next gen. It's working fine on that. But the PS5 version, like where there should be like fog of war and stuff, it's just not there. So like it almost gives PlayStation 5 players an advantage because you have great view. And like some of the smoke from smoke bombs, from explosions, some of the particle effects, it just doesn't show up. And then the reflections in the water are still the old reflections from the original last-gen console, which aren't true, like, real reflections. They're, like, mapped out. So I think that's really weird. Yeah, it is really weird. But what's Why even release it? They had to have known. I don't know. Maybe they figured it would just work, and it doesn't. So this this might be something... You know, we're we're seeing other things like like my little review of control, my little takeaway on control is like, you know, it it kind of ran like garbage on fidelity mode and I think it ran at a higher frame rate on the Xbox. Now, I don't know if it's because they had to put a governor on the PlayStation version to make sure it didn't outperform the Xbox version. Everyone says like the the PS5 is so jacked up and like in a good That's way. It. It's not as powerful as the Xbox Series okay. X. Must so not that be. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there is theory. There is, if the PS5 has anything that's better than the Xbox Series X, mm-hmm. it's the hard drive or the, the SSD. Yeah. The speed, that, that speed, the loading speed. But the actual, like, you know, computing hardware yeah. on the Series X is better than the PS5. Yeah. Uh, which I don't know. I mean, I guess it'll it'll make it. Di- I guess what's what it's going to boil down to is how how much the first party developers take advantage of what they have. I think is what it's going to. Bo- how much time Sony or Microsoft are going to allow their first party developers to develop specifically for that console. I think it'll be fine. I mean, it's only what three months into oh, the dude, console so life young cycle, still, yeah. so, so young. I'm, I've got I'm no, sure that it's fine. No complaints with the PS5. But on on this note, though, what I thought was interesting was Massive came out and they said, "Well, we know that we said that the Warlords of New York, that DLC that made you stop playing the Division Two because you didn't want to download the patch, Jake, was going to be mm-hmm. the last one." And I did think it was weird they did the Raccoon City crossover with Resident Evil, and now Massive has come back out and they're saying that later this year we're getting more content for the Division Two, which really took a lot of people by surprise. I'm guessing this was a calculated retort to the speculation that the Division was kind of over. I think Massive was going to move on to different projects or they were working on something else. People are like, well, that means the Division's over, but maybe they're just going to treat it like Destiny now. Well, they're they were just in the news recently because they're going to do a Star Wars game. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it is, and everyone's like, "Well, I guess the division's done." There's a lot of speculation, so maybe this is like a director toward saying, "No, we're not done with the division. We're uh, we're actually working on something." And maybe it kind of forced their hand to to announce this sooner than they meant to. Moving forward a little bit here, Jake Pedro Pascal from one of my favorite Netflix series, Narcos, also known for his very uh, unknown role of, of the Mandalorian is cast to play Joel in the upcoming Last of Us movie. I love that guy. He's a great actor. Also, Bella Ramsey is cast as Ellie. You may know her from Game of Thrones as Liana Mormont. In that series, she's like the very young uh, princess or whatever who has a lot of say towards the end of the, mo- end of the series. Uh, but speaking of The Last of Us, uh, I just ordered a Last of Us 2 mug off of PlayStation Gear. Uh, using a discount code, so I'm looking forward to getting it. You guys know I like my mugs. Here's one right here. But uh, 
I'm kind of uh, stoked on Last of Us swag. And Jake, do you remember how awesome the original Last of Us merch was? That T-shirt that we both wanted. It just said The Last of Us on it. And we never got one. Yeah. That original black Last of Us T-shirt with the white text so on it was sick. fucking awesome. That's what my but mug looks like. It's it's just like a twelve ounce mug, and it's kind of it's kind of speckled a little bit, but it's just black print. It just goes the Last of Us Part Two right across it like this, and it's that font. It looks awesome. So cool. I'll be rocking that on the next video podcast as soon as I get it. But what do you think? I, I mean, these are both really good actors and actresses. Like these are these are people who know how to act. Did you, does that give you any more hope for this? I mean, you're still not interested, probably. I'm going to watch I mean, it. they just they just fucking cast Jack Black as Claptrap for the Borderlands movie. So I, Makes complete I, honestly, sense. I honestly don't fucking care. I mean, I, I want it to be good, but I can't honestly say that I'm excited for it. Yeah. I don't give a shit if, like, you know... They cast the perfect actor to play Joel. He's not going to be Troy Baker. And I don't care if they cast the perfect player to be Ellie. It's not going to be Ashley Johnson. So it's... And it's not going to have the same gravity as when you're actually controlling those characters. And you're actually feeling through that story yourself. When they're spoon-feeding it to you over, like you know so many episodes or whatever i mean i hope it's good and it has everything that it needs to be good as far as the network that it's on the actors that they're getting i think even the directors are supposedly half decent so do you know what's scary i hope it's good but i i don't know you know what's scary to me about this i think what's scary is is that we might end up in a situation where the series does so well that they continue to write the series and they write it past where the game has left off and they end up getting ahead of the game. Like that would actually well, it'll really just be a game. It'll be just a game of Thrones situation. Where but it would kind the, of piss me off. Well, the universes will diverge and it'll be like, you know, there'll be the TV series. It'll be like a comic book where the TV series will be a different last of us universe than the game. I don't series. want that. I, I want one last of us. I, I think that it was a mistake for them to use the Joel and Ellie story at all. Yeah. I think it's fucking stupid. They should have done something else within the Last of Us universe. What they should made an original story. Yeah. They could have made a really good TV show that way. Now they're literally just fighting expectations, which is never good. I mean, it's like, yeah, I guess you're going to get maybe the the layman. Let's right, not spoil anything. I think we have some it. listeners who haven't played part two, but keep going. Sure. I mean, I'm not going to spoil <laughs> anything, but it's like, you know, you think about a movie like the Tomb Raider movie. Yeah. If they're getting a second one, my understanding is, is that it wasn't that great, but they're getting a second one because people watched it. Yeah. So that's maybe what they're all they're shooting for with this. You know, they're not shooting I, for like something great. They're just shooting for something that they can get money. I don't out think of. I watched it. The Tomb Raider. Yeah, I, I didn't watch it either. I've just based on what I've heard. I'm going to have to but, watch that because I like, you the know, games. yeah, I didn't watch. I Assassin's don't, Creed I don't understand. I don't understand this mentality that if something is good, it's not great until you've made a movie out of it or right. a TV show out of it, or it just doesn't make any sense. Like, like uh, one of my favorite sci-fi books is Ender's Game, and they made an Ender's Game movie, and they had like Harrison Ford in it and shit like that. And it was like, it was fine. 
Yeah. But it wasn't amazing. Like the closest thing that I can think of that was like a good movie, not a great movie, but a good movie that was based off a video game was the Ratchet and Clank movie. And that's because it was fucking animated. Did you see the Sonic movie? I did not see the Sonic movie. Um, It looked so bizarre to me. Uh, The only other movie I could think of that I thought that I personally liked, but probably in hindsight, maybe wasn't that great, was there was a Tekken animated movie. Oh. That was pretty interesting. But, uh, you know, obviously that was from you know, they did years the same, and years and years ago. And they did the same thing with G.I. Joe. Like, I, you know, I like parts of the live action films, but it's meant to be a cartoon, man. Like, you know, I think these, I watched one of them. I think I watched maybe that. What's the second one called? Retaliation. I think I maybe watched. Is that the one where, like, uh, they're, like, fighting on the cliffside on ropes? Yeah. That okay. ninja yeah, scene watched, is awesome. I watched though. that one. That ninja scene was dope. You gotta admit that ninja scene was awesome. I think that they the way that they portrayed um, Storm Shadow in Snake Eyes was pretty cool. That the was rest the best part. It, the rest of it is like, oh, the fucking rock and shit like that. It's like, okay, well, you whatever. know, they're making a Snake Eyes movie right now. It's, That's cool. I mean, if it's good, if if it's good, I'll watch it. Yeah, dude, I'm stoked. Snake Eyes is in Fortnite, by the way. I've been mentioning. I've been meaning to say that he's a who character. isn't at this point. I'm no, sure. I fucking, mean, dude, there's a character of there's a PS. This is awesome skin in Fortnite. Probably we don't dude, even know about the it. The fact that Snake Eyes is in Fortnite is huge for the brand. It's huge. Like <clears throat> it, they've been struggling, but anyways, yeah, I'm stoked about it. Anyways, let's move on. MLB the show has been making some waves with new trailers. As an FYI, if you're interested in what I have to say about a recent release trailer, keep an eye out on YouTube channel as that is going to go live on the 18th, my reaction to their latest trailer. I'm a fan of MLB The Show. We know there was all that drama with the Sony PlayStation Studios uh, logo being on the Xbox cover. So that's kind of exciting. Um, And I want to real quick just segue. I posted a video um, for Habroxia 2, it was a reaction to their video, and I said in my video that I wasn't sure if that game was going to be cross-buy, meaning if you buy it for PS Vita, you get it for the PS4, and vice versa. And they wrote in, the developer wrote in on our YouTube channel and said, yes, it is cross-buy, they can confirm. So, that's good to oh, know. Oh, cool. Yeah. Kind of makes me want to get it. Not that I really play Vita anymore, but that's cool that they pulled that string considering Vita. That type of game is that type of game is perfect for Vita. I mean, just that side scrolly like eight bit, sixteen bit shooter. I haven't played the game, but yeah, I'm I'm hoping it's probably pretty good. Um, So let's move forward a little bit here. We were here. It's a co-op puzzle game, and it's available on PS4 for free right now. It's a co-op online game. Of course, you can play on the PS5 as well, but it's made by Mayhem Games. This is the first part of a three-part series, and only the first part is free that I'm aware of. But I like the idea of exclusively cooperative games. Like, I never played A Way Out. I like the Dark Pictures anthology that you can do them with with somebody else. I like that. I like games that encourage co-op. But I don't know. I know our listener LJ's been talking to me a bit lately on the old Facebook, and he and his brother-in-law played this and beat the first game, and they said they had a pretty good time with it. So that's out there. So thanks for letting us know. Jake, have you heard anything about this game or no? What's it called again? We Were Here. I feel like I heard something about this. I don't know. I, I, a lot of times when I hear about games like this, it, 
for better or for worse, a lot of times it goes in one ear and out the other, just because mm-hmm. I don't play co-op games really. I don't, I don't play multiplayer games pretty much period, but, um, but I like the concept and I like that they exist and I'm glad that people play them because I think that it's good for the community, but it's not something that I'm probably going to play. I really wish that you and I would have tried a way out. I really wish we would. I wish that you were more of an online gamer because I feel like we would get much more time in, but I feel like I game more than you do. So you game a lot more than I do, first of all. And second of all, I I game at such odd hours, and when I do, it's usually like thirty minutes at a time. Yeah, you're a weird. So gamer, it's dude. really hard for me to. And part of the reason why I love gaming is like I I'm in the right headspace, so I sit down and I do it. And so whenever I have to like schedule a gaming session with other people, yeah, and stuff, you may not it, be in the mood to. Yeah, it's it's it gets it gets weird for me. I mean, I I would love to be an online gamer. I actually kind of envy those guys that like get on destiny with their, you know, five friends to have, and they do raids together all the time. And like, I, I kind of envy that mentality, but it just doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't do like, I think something about it just bugs me. I don't know if it's, it's, I don't think it's the other people so much is that I don't have control over the pace of my experience. That's a big part of it. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're definitely like, you're, you're kind of, stuck with whatever you guys are doing as a group like you can't because i like to just wander off and like stare at the fucking trees and pick shit up like collectibles <laughs> read the stuff as you get it not yeah to yeah rush it's like story. You, you're playing online and your friends are like come on come on you're fucking taking too much time jake saw it. it's just like jake oh, saw yeah, you yeah. with us and it's and yeah, it's I'm like freaking sitting there staring at a puddle because i like the water effects it's <laughs> like, I, I don't know i don't think he's i don't think he's in the party chat anymore <laughs> now i'm here hold on a second wait he's here guys hold on I can just hear the conversation. Yeah. <laughs> Where are you at? I'm, where's your waypoint at? Which one are you? <laughs> it's just like it's every online game. <laughs> All right. So this next point in news, Jake, is I have a lot to read here on my notes, but I want to give it give it a little bit of attention because it is kind of a thing that's circulating and uh, causing a little bit of uh, opinions and, uh, you know, justified unjustified I, th- I think we're going to talk about it briefly we don't have to dig into it too much but this is that six days in fallujah game so this is a game called six days in fallujah is this still around dude listen so this game uh that was announced and um hold on is a game that has been announced and not sold by a former stu- studio who went under so a different developer made this game and then there was so much backlash because of what the game was going to be that they shelved it. And then they put out another game, and the, the game they put out after Six Days in Fallujah tanked the studio. So here's what happened. The game was pretty much done, and Konami was supposed to release it. And Konami got so much criticism. Like I said, they shelved it, and the developer went under when they made their next game. Years later, meaning like presently, there's a there's a studio called Highwire Games. They picked this game up, and I don't know if they've remade the game. It's now going to be a first-person game. Originally, it was third-person. <coughs> and they released a trailer on it, and it looks like it's going to come out now. So Highwire Games is comprised of developers who've previously worked on Destiny and Halo, and Six Days in Fallujah is supposed to allow players to experience 
in quotation marks, true stories of the servicemen and servicewomen who engaged in some of the most intense boots-on-the-ground warfare since the 60s. The game studio has veterans on board who are sharing their personal stories of being in combat and part of the team involve, uh, involving uh, interviews with them. So some, some of the developers have actually went out and they interviewed some of these service, service members, soldiers and stuff, and they're talking to them about all this war stuff that they went through, right? So there were a, there were a lot of civilians killed, like 800 civilians killed during this, this battle. Um, it took place during the Iraq War, and then the U.S. essentially took over Fallujah, which was being occupied by 4,000 some insurgents at the time, and um, it was still occupied by all these civilians, and they were just tons of casualties. So there's literally nothing – I want to make clear there's nothing glamorous about war, and uh, I'm fortunate enough to say I've never had to be personally involved in one. And you always hear that, you know, saying to appreciate and thank the veterans for what they were put through, whether you believe in the cause of the war they were involved in or not. It seems to be like one of those cases where these soldiers went through like some really heavy shit. They're probably getting thrown a ton of money. I'm speculating. They're probably getting paid for their, their time with this video game developer. Surely they wouldn't do it for free, right? And now they are wanting to share these personal stories, maybe to remember uh, fellow soldiers that fell in battle, people who were injured. Just and So it's really interesting. So the controversy really hits when you turn it into a video game, though, right? Games are typically considered to be made for entertainment. And I would argue to a degree that the last five years or so, there have been some very serious games tackling very serious issues, uh, ranging from mental illness to losing your parents to being uh, a refugee fleeing from persecution or trying to escape from war, uh, games involving commentary on terrorism, up through homophobia, misogyny. Games address some really serious issues, right? So, I don't know. I'm not sure I should even have an opinion on how I feel about this game being released. Uh, I wasn't over there. I don't have anyone who's directly involved in this war uh, specifically. But you would have thought that, like, after they tried once and it got all this backlash, that making it first person almost makes it even worse in a way. Like, it's like, it's weird. Uh, but they released a trailer and there's a couple of veterans talking and... Uh, I mean, it's just people will either uh, be interested in this game or, or not. You know what I mean? Uh, in most cases like this, I think it – I mean, I'm surprised we haven't seen a movie or something. I mean, we did a Black Hawk Down. I think that was during the Iraq War. I'm not entirely certain. That was during the original Desert – I think original Desert Storm. Okay. But uh, – because Black Hawk Down came out a long time ago. Yeah. Uh, it, but they did have that – they did have that one about killing – Bin Laden or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, zero Dark Thirty. Yeah. Wow. Uh, how did I pull that out? I felt really good about that one. My my. I remember when this whole thing happened originally. Yeah. Whenever I don't remember. It was like ten years ago or something. Yeah. Like I remember when essentially the Twitter sphere tanked this game. Yeah. Before it even it came got out. canceled. And I and I I remember at the time being like. I don't get this. Like, I don't understand why you're trying to snuff out this, this thing. Like, cause it could be, 
if it is what they say that it is, it could be a very eye-opening experience for people about what this is. Because interactive games, you play the fucking Last of Us and tell me you don't feel what you're experiencing. And it's not even a real story. And I mean, yeah, I got choked story. up a few times playing that game. Dude, I got ch- choked up playing Journey. What other games have I gotten choked up playing? Uh, well, yeah, I mean, even, I mean, games just in general are, are so inter- immersive. I think, honestly... Emotional. I think that what happened whenever this game originally got the backlash and originally got canceled was just bred from fucking ignorance. People are just like, oh, it's a video game. And it's like, okay, yeah, it is a video game, but you like video games can be, they can be, they can be more than just entertainment, right? They can be serious and informative. Like saying, saying that a video game is not worthy of telling a serious story is like saying that fucking, Everything that Da Vinci did is just like finger paints. Right. They're the same. Right. You know what I mean? Like it's it's so close minded that it bothers me. Now, please, if there is anybody out there that has some that's listening that maybe has some can enlighten uh, us a little bit insight about the veteran side of it that maybe wants to explain why this might be offensive to them or this that or whatever. Then I would love to know. I would love to know why that is. But. Um, you know, it's very interesting. I mean, the whole veteran thing is very interesting too. You know, even like the whole, the whole obligatory thank you for your service thing and all that. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, I, I one hundred percent support everything. The tr- the troops themselves, if not necessarily the people commanding them, right? But you know, I know a couple of veterans that have told me in confidence that like they fucking hate it when people do that. Yeah. Like when they like call them out and they're like, people are just stopping you. Like, thank you for your service. And it's like, that's great. But maybe you can like convince your government to help subsidize my mental health programs and shit like that. Maybe you can As opposed to just running around telling people, thank you. You know, I mean, we don't have, that's very political topic that we definitely don't don't go there with that stuff. Yeah. Right. But it, it is a it is an honest opinion. Now here's here's the other thing though. I, I believe that the people who are uh, flabbergasted by this being re released, you know, may know more about the Iraq War than I do. You know, they're saying that you know there's no reason why we needed to be in Fallujah at that time. There's no reason why we had to kill 800 people, and now they're turning it into a game, and now they're you know almost glorifying the whole thing and our invasion of Fallujah and how we held it and now how we did all this stuff. You know. And and that's where I said, well, may, maybe instead of looking at the actual the cause behind it, because it was oil, it was it was a war found in oil, overthrowing Saddam, I think, you know, all that kind of stuff. You know, I, it's one of those things where I mean, but these were still like your neighbors that had to fucking go out there and do their job, and it's like, dude, it sucks for them. Like, think about Vietnam. Like, we shouldn't have fucking been there like as long as we were we shouldn't have been there really at all it was a thing that's my my opinion but like there are games about vietnam there are games about world war ii there are games about world war one now there there are many games there there are games presently that you know you play and it's like the new call of duties like where you feel like you're in afghanistan or whatever they have stuff like that you know you're in russia you're fighting russians but some of that stuff is very fictional but it's all rooted in stuff. And, and I think ultimately what this boils down to, Jake, is I feel like movies always in one way or another are going to be perceived as glorifying war. Even Saving Private Ryan, they said it glorified war. Even though like you had all these World War II veterans that couldn't even watch the first part of the D-Day 
they said it was just it brought back such horrible memories and it was so close but like it's one of those things where it's like it'd be like trying to talk to someone about sex without being allowed to say the words vagina or penis or intercourse right like because that offends people just those words will fucking offend somebody like someone's gonna get offended by those words so you can't have that conversation without offending somebody so like how are you supposed to tell this story without having violence in it without i mean that's what war is like it's hard it's a hard thing to digest dude i don't know first of all like i don't understand why people would say that saving private ryan glorified war because i remember seeing that movie and after seeing saving private ryan (laughs) i was fucking horrified of war after that Like, like, like we were soldiers the vietnam movie with mel gibson same thing like there are scenes yeah. in that movie that I still think about sometimes that bother me. But like my biggest Ooh. problem with this is like people like these studios they shouldn't be pressured into censorship by the by the Twitter sphere or whatever you want to call it. Like sure. to me it's like I I am completely appalled by everything that happened at the Capitol recently right? with the storming of the U.S. Capitol and all that. 100%. But if, if, if a fucking video game developer comes out and they want to make a game, a pro-Trump game about you, like, fucking storming the Capitol building, they should be allowed to put that out, and it should just be that the people don't fucking buy it. That's why it fails, right. and then they don't make it ever again. It's not, right. it's like, because otherwise you're just saying, like, oh, you can't do this, you can't do this, you can't do that because we don't agree with it. And it becomes a form of censorship that like, yeah, what happens 10 years from now, whenever the shoe is on the other foot, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Like it's it's, like, you don't want to stop people from being able to say the message that they want to say, right? Because in 10 years, the, the common, you know, kind of ideas might say that your personal thought thought processes are now offensive. There may be a a shift in the common thought. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Like I said, this is this is a hyper political yeah. thing that we really don't need to get no, into. No, no, we don't need to. But it is it is an interesting conversation. It's but yeah, very we, interesting, and I'm glad that the game is coming out. I'm definitely going to look at it. Look at the trailer; this, it looks dude, really crazy. Like it looks think about like I don't know how they're doing it. I haven't seen the trailer, but think watch about it. think about how awesome Battlefield One was mm-hmm. when they used all of those. They were inspired by all of those real stories from World War One. And they used them to make the campaign of that game. Right. It was so powerful and so informative. That was also that when, like, when, when was World War One? Was that in the late eighteen hundreds? I can't remember. No, it was early like, 19. It was like uh, 1914. Yeah, 19, right, nineteen fourteen or something. Yep. Yeah. They had that movie that came out about World War One. Yeah. So yeah, you're right. And and I think it is an overall general statement. I just want to say that you know war in general is an understandably offensive and triggering subject matter for many people for all valid reasons. So, I mean, if, if this isn't like Jake saying, if this isn't something that you want to see or play, or if you disagree with it, just don't put money into it. You know, if it's something that you're interested in, you know, it'll be there for you. So I, it's just interesting. I, you know, there's always going to be something controversial, uh, in the video game world. This is the latest, this is the latest thing that everybody's talking about. So, well, I think I wanted I think to at least bring just, it up. Just one one last thing before yeah, we continue yeah. is that, like, I think about the game I played not super recently, but within the last year, Hellblade, and it deals 
mental illness exclusively right? with mental illness and they have this documentary where they talk about how they interviewed and used real like people that struggle with these issues to help inform the game so that that experience is way more genuine and way more real. And it sounds like maybe they're trying to do something similar with this game. And if that's the case, I mean, I think that it's, if it's not, even if it's not a great game, it should at least be enlightening. Well, they actually rendered these soldiers that are, they've interviewed, like they're rendered in, in the game, like as themselves. That's interesting. Like as themselves. Yeah. It seems Mm -hmm. wild. So at least one of them is, I'm pretty sure. So anyways, we can move on, but just something for the listeners to maybe a thought piece for everybody. Uh, we don't usually get into that kind of stuff, but I, sorry, I threw a curveball there, Jake. I just felt like it was relevant to at least talk about briefly on the show. And if you were listening, you didn't want to hear any of that. Apologies, but I felt it necessary. So lastly, to round out the news, PlayStation has a site called The Wrap Up, which gives you your stats for 2020. You can head over to wrapup.playstation.com, oh my God. and it's complete it's, garbage. It's fucking, it's fucking terrible. <laughs> the wrap-up is just, it doesn't make any sense. So let's let's move on to the games we'd like. Uh, oh, yeah. Let, what game, Jake, did you give it any thought? We're getting close to the end of the show. Do you just want to throw a game out there? We don't need to talk at large about it, about a game you would want to see a PS5 I actually, I actually had, I wrote down a couple of games mm-hmm. that I think would be, uh, I don't know if you want to go first or not. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah, I, I'll, I'll throw one out there. Okay. I'll, throw, I'll throw two. I'll throw... Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'll put two out there, and they're obvious ones. Well, the first one I was going to say is just Uncharted 4. Mm. I would love to see Uncharted 4 get a PS5 upgrade where it runs at 60, and it loads way faster. And it just Because I started playing that again just for fun recently, just to see, because it's the only Uncharted game I don't have a, have a Platinum on. But I would love to see that, and then I don't know if we're going to get it now because the source code got stolen, but I really want to see The Witcher 3 get, on all the DLC, get a PS5 patch. They yeah, said we were gonna, but I think The Witcher Three would be a good one because the PC version of it is so beautiful. Yeah, so, like, incredible. it would have been cool to see that version on console. Um, and then Uncharted, yeah, that's kind of a no-brainer just because it's a Sony product. But the biggest thing about Uncharted, you're talking about the the only one you don't have a platinum. It's just like. The Platinum for Uncharted 4 is just even more fucking stupid than the Platinum for the other three you games. You don't have to do any online stuff, I don't think, do you? Well, I know, but you got to do more of those, like, really dumb, like, skill things. Like the race, the like, racing one in Lost Legacy where you have to go from one side of the map to the other and under so Oh, that time. one is so stupid. So yeah. dumb. I mean, that, that, that one's pretty bad. The Lost Legacy one was pretty bad. At least it was relatively easy. Yeah. But, yeah, All right. I, I don't know. But both of those would be good ones. Yeah. So. What were yours? So what I had here was, um, so the first one I had was because RE8 is coming out, I thought it would be awesome for them to fucking revamp Resident Evil 7 and re-release it on PS5 because they're using the same engine and the trailers for RE8 look so fucking good that I'm like, man, what if they redid Resident Evil 7 with like the high res and all the shit that like makes RE8 look so awesome? awesome or resident evil village if you're you know so inclined but i thought re7 was a no-brainer just because re8 is coming one. out soon it should be an um, easy one for him too and then like in the same vein like i was just scrolling through like a list of ps4 games um was uh the evil within yeah i still I haven't played would be a that. really cool i need one. to borrow that from you 
Yeah, like, because it's just, it was so long ago, and that game was so atmospheric that I think seeing it kind of revamped would be really cool. Um, But, like, the other big one that I had that I was thinking of was Metal Gear Solid Five and Ground Zeroes. Oh! Uh, I think that'll that never happen. really good but... ones. Well, yeah. But, dude, I actually got on this kick on... Um, dude, what if they... I was at work yeah. on, I think it was Thursday or what, whatever day it was, it didn't matter. Um, and I fell down the rabbit hole of those. Do you remember how fucking amazing those game trailers were for Resident, Metal Gear Solid Five? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. They're they were so powerful. Next level. Like, like it was amazing. I mean, they were obviously directed by Hideo Kojima, like short films. Like they were so good. Next level. And, I just remember, like, I, I was like, man, I, I was trying to remember, like, one of the trailers or whatever, and I started watching them, and there's, like, there's like five or six of them, and I, like, watched them, I was like, wow, these are all really good. And there was one, I don't know, my favorite one, I don't remember, know if you remember this one or not, but there was one that was, uh, the song was Quiet's Theme, and from the from Metal Gear Solid Five, and the, the trailer was, it started out as, like, the beginning of Ground Zeroes where Snake, like, climbs up the top of the cliff. Yeah, I remember that one. He's, like, on the ground, and he gets up on his knees, and he flips the night vision goggles up. Yeah. But was it the garbage song? It, n- no, that was a different, vi- okay, that was a different going, yeah. one. But the one that I'm thinking of was when he flips his night vision up, his character, his model in the trailer turns into the Metal Gear Solid 1 model. Oh, it looks, and yeah, the right. whole trailer is like the storyline of Metal Gear Solid from 1 through 4 into Metal Gear Solid 5. And it's playing Quiet's theme over it, which is just inherently a very like emotional kind of song. It is just so good. But anyway, what if they do- those were my, those were my picks. I've been, I've been thinking about Metal Gear Solid five recently and how bummed I am that we'll never see the end of that fucking game. They had a third act to that game. And there were some cinematics on YouTube. that never see it. What? There were cinematics for that third act on. I did. I did see them, but even the cinematics weren't completely finished, but you could tell where they were going and it would have been just master. It would have been so good. It would have been so so good. Let me throw this at you. What if this happens? And they're like, okay, Konami comes out and like, hey, we're really sorry. We're sorry that this whole thing happened with Hideo. The game is actually finished now. We've got it all together. If you bought it back in the day on PS3, PS4, here's a free patch and you get the third act. Could you imagine? That would be dope. I mean, honestly, even if they were to come out and say, like, hey, look, for $30, you get Act 3 of Metal Gear Solid Five. As, a, as I would do it. I would do it. I'd fucking do it. I mean, especially if, like, yeah, Hideo wasn't involved, I guess. But as long as it, it looked like it was mostly done. It looked so, pretty much done, dude. Like, I mean, I'm sure there was some gameplay elements as far as the, you know, the open world and stuff like that that maybe weren't complete. But that's shit anybody can do, so... It's it's really hmm. interesting. That game I've been thinking about it a lot recently. It was such a good game. Well, you put a lot of hours I just, in. It. Yeah, I, I had a lot of hours into it, and I I really think that it's it's just a great game. And I'm I'm sad because I play I started playing uh, the Phantom Pain, not the Phantom Pain. <laughs> uh, what's the most Death Stranding? And I never did finish it, and I really would like to get there, but it's just. 
the gameplay loop of the game is so boring. Yeah. It's so boring. And, but I like, like when I get to the story elements, when it's all of the story and everything that Kojima is telling, it's really interesting. But then it's like, try not to fall down this fucking cliff. When you walk with some packages like that gets, it just gets so irritating. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Anyway, I mean, that's, that's, that's my my take on. I like it. I like what you had to say. That's good. All right. Hey, games coming out this week. February. Well, these ones, most of them are already out already, but we're going to talk about what we've been talking about on the last show. So, My Universe on the PS4, which is My Universe Pet Clinic Cats and Dogs. Tanks vs. Tanks. Sounds like my kind of game. PS4. It's kind of a controversial title. The King of Fighters 2002 Unlimited Match PS4. Ultra Goodness 2 on the PS5, PS4. We Were Here, which is the game we talked about earlier on the show. February 10th. Seneca Attack, hashtag Seneca Attack. I don't know what that means. Uh, Wilma, Wilmot's Warehouse, PS4, February 11th, Another Dawn. These are all PS4 games, let's say otherwise. Another Dawn, Dungeon Village, Game Dev Story, Hot Springs Story, Little Nightmares 2, Sense, a Cyberpunk Ghost Story, Shoot One Up DX, a Ground, a Ground is what it's called, Sabotar, CO, and Steamroll. Rustless business, dude. The only one that stands out at me is Little Nightmares Two. Yeah, other than that, I don't recognize any of them. We were here because other we than the we were, it. other than the we were here one. I've heard of King right. of Fighters, but I, I never got into it. So that's all I got for the show, Jake. How you feeling? We good? We good for the night? It's late at night. We're recording it in the evening. This show. I appreciate you uh, doing this. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think we're good. Um, we got a lot of talking in so talked about some interesting things some serious things yeah we usually don't get too serious and uh, hopefully we didn't uh, you know piss anyone off who listened the few people who listened to our podcast hopefully we didn't piss anyone off but I mean honestly like I mean it's just just a news story so um, I'd like to hear you guys take on it though feel free to comment on this video on YouTube if you're watching on YouTube or feel free to write in and as always the music at the end of the show may possibly be excluded from our YouTube channel for copyright reasons so don't forget, you can download and or stream this episode as well as others on your preferred podcasting platform. And as mentioned earlier, the closing track today is by a band called Lights and Letters, which is spelled like lights, like a light bulb, and then the plus sign, Letters. Lights plus Letters. I think they, they go by Lights and Letters. But they have a song. It's their song called Leave It All. It's a brand new song of theirs. You can find more about Lights and Letters over on Spotify. You can stream the song on their Spotify page. And, uh, man, you know what? I didn't do a closing thing for this one. I feel bad. I, I actually didn't. This is the one thing I didn't do. We were on letter uh, F. You got any games with F? Grim Fandango does not count. Fallout would why be would a good Grim one. Fan- why would Grim Fandango count? It doesn't start with F. Well, it has an F in it. Here, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, why don't you um, talk a little bit about myself? Talk a little bit about yourself. Yep. So I have here. Okay. He's I looking it up. I'm a, sorry. I have, listeners. A list, I have a list of all of the F PS4 games. Well, this, so. let me just explain why I wasn't ready. It was because like, we were actually going to do this tomorrow, right? We were actually going to record this the next day in the morning. We decided this. And then it dawned on me that I was going to be out of town all day tomorrow. So we weren't going to be able to do the podcast. And we've been so consistent with getting this out every Monday. I've been really proud of us, Jake. And I was like, you know what? I'm sorry, Jake, but let's try to do it tonight. You had to do dinner. And then I got caught up doing a music video. I did like a live uh, song and I posted it on my YouTube page. 
for my music. You can check that out. You can check that out. It's uh, youtube.com slash Fred Oakman, but the O is a zero for some reason. I don't know what the fuck happened there, so no one can ever find my YouTube page. You can check it out there. But yeah, Jake, let's hear it. What games? What games do you have here? You got so, three? So like Firewatch, Final Fantasy, and The Flame and the Flood. P.S. Yes. This is this awesome. Is awesome. Hell yeah, that was a good pick. Open eyes. I see a better life when I'm with you. Compromising. Finding hope in different versions of the truth. Everything I've seen, you've shown me. Everything I've heard, you've told me. Open eyes, finally realize that lately I've been holding on while you've been chasing demons of your own. And I think maybe Been holding on too long I don't need this now I don't need this now, no and I know you're hurting I can see it in your eyes I know it's true Things won't change if no one else 